full disclosure, after two periods last night, and I think I was like half the uh, part of half the Leaf uh, population fans fan base. I turned it off after two. No, periods. no, I, I did. You did not. You I did. did. That's no, what I did. You too. Didn't. Oh, yeah, so, come on. No, so Are you I was kidding me. I woke up Sunday morning going, uh, why am I going to watch this shit? Like, Are I know you, what's going to happen. Me. And then and then Monday, it's like, ah, whatever. Who cares? I really had that kind of attitude. I had no expectation talking to my buddy oh, Fargs. And he, he he goes, he goes, yeah, I'm, I'm turning it off after a goal. I thought that was a little bit maybe too much. But after two, and they even had a a power play. Wow, big deal, right? Power play going into the third. I just thought, (laughs) I've had enough. Like, I would rather at this point find out they won, you know, if that indeed happened. I can watch watch them lose. We're in modern technology. I can can then watch it. So I turned it off. Uh, Didn't know what to do with myself. Watched uh, Gladiator three hours. I didn't know what the hell happened for three hours. <laughs> I can't. You're full of shit. This is a no, no. A and then story. I fall asleep, and I'm and oh. for maybe forty five minutes. I get up, and it's it's two in the morning. I go check my phone. I see the text that you guys have. Oh, I check God. the score. I, I like it was so be. I was so done with it by that point. Went to bed. Woke up. Wow. Jumbo, Jumbo Francis. Wow. Jumbo Francis, well done. I can't believe. So it's Jay Francis now. It's it will be Jay Francis for, for wow. the uh, twenty one twenty two season. I the, am the J I am completely shocked. And don't Bill, don't you tell me you did the same. I, I full disclosure for me would be admitting that I have such a hard time watching these games, and this is this is start this started a few years ago. I think it all started with that devastating loss to Boston in the third period. I have a hard time getting through any of these games. Wow. Anyway, I I want to I want to uh, start the show so um King Conco King, how's it going today? Well, uh, hey, listen, guys. I, I realize that uh, I guess by comparison, I'm 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 the jovial one here today. That was me laughing, not at the Leafs, with them. With I just want to, yeah, just yeah. <laughs> I just want to say that this is uh, the episode we never wanted to make. So yeah, bear with bear well with said. us, people. Well said, and Jay Francis. <laughs> formerly known as g francis g, yeah yeah changed it I, I feel a little silly actually i thought today's topic was the cfl's newly named edmonton elks um but apparently we're talking about this game last night oh <laughs> did you not hear about the edmonton elks i did and then what, an the, what i read team name. what i read was well they got a pretty good logo but 
the what I read right off the top was isn't the plural of elk elk? Well, just say they're, they're a bunch of dumbass football players. <laughs> well, it's just like the Leafs. Can you say that anymore? The Toronto Maple Leaf dumbass. <laughs> well, I think we already did. So I guess we're we we've said worse. We've said worse. So I, I got think... no stress, man. We should yeah, get to really. this moribund recounting of what just transpired. All right, all right. Um, yeah, let's just let's let me just, just let me start. Take it head on. Let's let take me start it with on. this statement that I found this series loss and the way it transpired and the team to whom the Leafs lost and the not the not even the logo on their shirt, but just based on their record and the logo on their shirt. <laughs> Uh, the most humiliating and pathetic <laughs> athletic <laughs> endeavor I have ever witnessed of a Toronto sports team. I was I was actually hoping you were going to have... I thought you were going to have another word that rhymed with... sort of rhymed with pathetic and athletic. <laughs> I was looking for... Yeah, that's what I should have started with because I was looking for a rhyme to humiliating. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I can't disagree with you. I think, uh, I think that's the consensus around the city. Uh, you know, you see the bitterness up uh, for me. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's some people who are like, you know, oh, the fucking Habs, why it have to be them? But like, you know what? I don't care who it is. Three, one against a team. that's not your equal. And this is what happens. And given the history of the team. Um, I just think it's pathetic. There, there you go, pathetic. There you and go. athletic. There's a, rhyme. There's a rhyme. There's an echo in here. So, yeah, watching these games, I know, not easy to watch. Like, I did not enjoy... I'm not going to say that. I got caught up and, and actually allowed myself to believe that the series was in the bag. Even though my brain... my Everything told me, no, something's going to screw up. I mean, when... That's how it is when it's three one, and they're they're putting pucks back by price. You just think finally we're gonna do it. But I mean, geez, how many times have we been through that? And yeah. and the last three games, I <laughs> I have to say, like the feeling I had. You said you weren't enjoying the games. Yeah, I was having a combination of like when the lease would go or when the uh, lease would fall behind by two or three or whatever it was this mix of of depression and nausea <laughs> like you know like right up there in the chest like i like seriously i thought this is ridiculous that's why i took off after two periods last night and am now wow. feeling no stress yeah um okay and no interest in hockey apparently I got lots of interest in hockey. I just, I have no interest. I have no interest in watching the same bullshit over and over again. Oh, so I'm you don't sure want to watch, you don't want to watch the Leafs then? Well, well we don't have a choice. Obviously the same bullshit is what the Leafs. <laughs> Why do they got some pickup games that they're doing? In the... First of all, <laughs> I, first of all, I'm talking in the here and now, but yeah, I'm talking yeah. about the last 17 years in the playoffs and yeah. the Leafs disappointments. Everything that you have talked about in this show. So, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'm, yeah, <laughs> good riddance for now, boys. Exactly. Now, let's, let's, in an effort to keep this clean and, and uh, to the point, 
I want to ask what everyone thinks they're going to do. Um, I, I have one thing to say on that, just to kick it off, and that is I don't believe that their brainchild of having fantastic talent that's highly paid and taking up half the salary cap room that they have combined with roadkill that they find along the side of the road that'll play for league minimum is a winning formula. And so if they're going to improve, they have to divest of some of that core. Um, what do you think? Read you a lot wanna, about that. I mean, you want to jump seriously? in there, G? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, sorry. Like everybody. No, go ahead. Everybody's, everybody's <laughs> writing about that. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's what everyone's talking about. They're a top-heavy team that has nothing at the bottom. Um, and this formula is proving to be a failure. Yeah. In every way, yeah, it's that's uh, probably the number one reason. You know, you you bring in they, they tried to make it like uh, bring in cheap veteran leadership and all that stuff, um, because that's all they can afford for one. Right. Yeah. Any, anyway, go ahead, King. Go but ahead. The, but this but this formula has worked for other teams. Like what? I just, Which ones? Top heavy Chicago, teams? maybe you're saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a perfect example. I mean. You know, yeah. I mean, Pittsburgh has had... Yeah, but not... Well, first of all, I mean, the well, Toronto Stars no. are overpaid, but... Um, okay, okay, but I'm just yeah. saying, you okay, you have to put it all in relative terms. I suppose. Uh, and, and, you know, think about where we are in terms of the timing. I mean, when Pittsburgh was doing that and Chicago were doing that, you weren't paying guys $11 million. You're paying them, like, what? 10 would be like really high and then the rest of the guys and, and and in the pittsburgh times i mean it was eight no nowhere close to that but i'm just saying the formula has worked I, I was thinking about this today and i really i really have to say i know we had a lot of discussion leading into this about you know what'd you call them the, the geezers on the team yeah and i gotta say feeling not only the only one of the geezers, but one of the only guys on the whole team who, uh, you know, played even close to potential was our favorite. Vintage. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Because Joe, I'm, I'm sorry, man. They shouldn't even been dressing that guy. No, that's right. And, and I mean, I have to say, like, you know what? If you're only going to dress this guy because he's going to be on the power play for eight minutes a game or whatever it is. It's, you mean, you watch him, he's just, he's, he's just past it. Yeah. And, um, and, and the Wayne train didn't do anything. He made, he made a big impression early on. It's funny because yeah. Dubas was, you know, he could have had Perry. He chose uh, Simmons and, and, and Wayne did a, you know, he was making noise. He can't buy a goal anymore, it seems, but he was making yeah. noise and everything. He, he was a factor when they were winning, and then, you know, when they lost the last three games, he was basically doing nothing out there, and uh, Perry stepped to the fore and scored a couple power play goals, I think. I think there were power play goals. Um, yeah. I mean, getting back to the, uh, the, 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 weighted, the heavily weighted salaries, I'm not sure whether these teams had 50% of their salary tied up in these. Right. I think players. this is. I mean, this is unprecedented as far as I know. I might be wrong. God, I listen back to some of the shit I say on this show, and it's like, 
you were so wrong in your fact there, but uh, I don't you're think like, I, you're like Craig Button. No, I'm not. I'm nothing like Craig Button. <laughs> no, with his with his four game sweep by the Leafs prediction. Well, that, that's cr- that. No, no, I'm I, crow I, today. No, no I, I, I'm 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 talking more about like spitting out what, facts. I, what yeah what yeah. I'm claiming is a fact, and then it's like I, I, fuck, you're an idiot. But anyway. <laughs> You just made that think, up, buddy. You just. I think you're. Up. I think you're being a little hard on yourself. You're well, the I, only I'm one Soupy of the, Campbell. O, o, only one of the three of us who even has any facts. I think everything I say. Look at I'm, I'm. I've gone from Jumbo to Soup Campbell now. Okay? Oh, don't even start me on. I'm going to start guy. whimpering. Yeah, like you know what? That's what the lead. If, if you're, if you, the question was, what are they going to do? Well, they've already got two team psychologists. So, uh, you know, apparently that's not enough for Soupy. What a what a closet. Case. Hey, listen, though, in fairness to the, in fairness to Soup, he's one of the few guys that you can you can dump on in this series. Unfortunately, he had a he had a great series, played lights out most of the time, but not lights out like Carey Price, because no. when they needed a big save last night, that five hole, the, the worst goal he's ever let in, apparently. Um, that's shades of Freddie all over again. I mean, we, we we sometimes forget that Freddie had great playoff stats. He he would win enough games to get the team to Game Seven, and then he just let a let a crap goal in and and completely alter his legacy and the fortunes of the Leafs. And unfortunately, Campbell, who's had a good season, a good playoff. With one bad goal, kind of did screw up his legacy for this year in many ways. I have a question about um, supposed superstars and how effective they can be in the playoffs and then whether they're worth that money. So, unfortunately, we got a guy, Nate McKinnon, out there who's making what I'm about to say completely, like, irrelevant, I suppose. But if a guy like a Matthews or a Marner... Um, cannot, you know, really excel in the playoffs the way they can during the regular season simply because of the way the game changes, then they're not worth that much more than the other guys, you know. And and so it strikes me that you either build your team for the playoffs or for the regular season, and the Leafs are built for the regular season because they're putting all of their eggs in a few superstar baskets, and those superstars can't get it done in the playoffs. Now, I suppose you could look at Nate and go, well, it's the superstars themselves that are the problem, right? It's their style that isn't working in the playoffs. Others do work, um, like a Sidney Crosby, although that team's gone, but he's certainly got a history of success. And and then there are other examples. Even an Ovechkin, I suppose, in recent years has, has upped his game in the playoffs or upped his playoff-type game. So is it that superstars just aren't effective in the playoffs and therefore you can't skew your salary um, payout the way the Leafs have? Or is it the Leafs just have the wrong guys? Well, by superstars, I, you, sorry, yeah. by superstars, you, you're you clearly talking about the, the top paid players in the league. Is that yes. what you mean? Yeah. Yes. Because the, the, the one thing that's come out in the last couple of days is out of all the top players in the league, the top paid players, right? Like, there's one only left price only price making 10.5 yep. is the one left. So that's right. It sort of supports the argument there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it also supports the argument that top heavy teams 
can't win when it comes right down to it. Yep. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, if you hadn't just said about five minutes ago that everything you say is just made up, I'd probably like be going, yeah. Exactly, right? Exactly. But since but since you've now made me question everything that comes out of your mouth. No, I mean, you're absolutely right. It's like teams that invest a huge percentage of their total salary in a few guys aren't getting it done. That's an indisputable fact. You know, would you rather have, you know, six or eight guys making six to eight million? You'd probably have a better team. Of course you would have a better team. Yep. You'd certainly so, have a better team when one of them goes down. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, that's true too. I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know what to say. Personally, you, I mean, this year, Matthews, I don't even know what to say. Marner, you've got a very, you know, how many years has he been in the league? The guy, has he, he's never scored a playoff goal, I don't think, right? No, that no, 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 ridic- no. I don't, I don't think that's, that's ridiculous. the case. I don't think that's the case. He actually had some okay playoffs early on. He he hasn't scored a uh, a power play goal this year. Um, <laughs> this year, actually, which is pretty incredible. I mean, <laughs> sixty plus games, and you're on the first power play, and you haven't put the puck in the net once. Yeah. And all we heard about it was Mitchie working on his his one timer over the summer. Yeah, that's what I'd be. That'd be my exit interview with Mitch. Is go learn how to shoot. And, uh, I think you know, they said back. that last year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and they're they're definitely saying it again today. Um, you know that guy is that guy's taking a beating, and he I just know, seems like he, and he seems like he doesn't even he doesn't even have an answer to it. So you know, because he doesn't. I, like, he doesn't. I uh, I think Mitch is kind of like you know I feel bad for the guy. I don't think he deserves the criticism or the sort of the level of criticism that he's getting or the types of criticism. But I have to say that if you're going to pick a guy to clear out ten million dollars out of your salary base, he'd be the guy I'd be picking right. And that's now. the main reason he's getting <laughs> well. the criticism, right? It's the ten point five. That's why. I yeah. mean, the way like. Like he's turned into a really well-rounded player, great penalty killer, um, great two-way player actually. But for that kind of stuff, you should be able to spend 1.5 on some feisty guy that can do those things for you. But you know, Mitch in the last few games was looking like like that little guy in beer league, like low beer league level, who's just always trying to dipsy doodle, but but it rarely works. You know, like right. It, it was funny how his everything he did, uh, he was he just looked like he didn't have confidence. Um, he wasn't doing anything. I, I guess we have to give the Habs some credit. I mean, they took away his favorite passing target, Matthews. Right? I mean, the lack right. of looks that Matthews had in this series, even though he had tons of shots, it's yeah. He he. Um, he didn't have his man to pass to, and he just looked like everything was moving too fast for him so many times. And I'm, getting, it, I'm talking biz- about Marner again here. It was bizarre. It was bizarre. Well, I that's thought. very weird considering that the pace that he plays the game at usually. So it's no goals yeah. in the last in the last two playoffs, by yeah. the way. I just yeah. oh, okay. stand corrected. But only five overall in um, five years. You can point your finger at, at Marner and... I mean, it's his reaction to it. Like he, he just, he just has nothing. He's like, you know, 
you can sit there and say there's no excuses, but you got to have you got to have something better than that. I, I mean, and I think also uh, I don't want to jump around topics too much, but and I'm not the first person to say this today, so I'm not claiming it as an original thought, but the consensus seems to be that the Leafs were out coached in the last three games because they didn't change what they're doing at all. Yeah, particularly on the power play. Obviously, it was, uh, you know, there was an adjustment made by Montreal to to counter that, and the Leafs didn't react to it. They didn't they didn't change anything. They just kept throwing the same guys out, including Thornton. Hate to say it. Um, no, no, you know, totally, like say al- it. totally say it's it. It's almost like they. I, I'm I'm going to be curious to see. You know. I'm not I'm not calling for Keefe's head. But for a guy but for a guy who is generally seen as a great in game coach. Is that right? Is that how he's observed? Sounds I very Toronto so. media to me, if that's I, the case. I mean they On say no, they say his oh, you know how he loves to I mean guy's known for just like, you know, throwing out different line combinations all over the place. Just sort of a good, a guy who seems to be able to really read what's going on in the game. So for a guy, and I'm, I guess you can point the finger at the whole staff, but I mean for a guy who's sort of seen as, you know, a tactician, <laughs> just to just play three games like that, and and just basically get you know have that happen to them is just inexcusable. So. What's gonna happen? You know, I don't know. How many how many playoff or playoff power play goals did the Leafs get? Because I mean, this adjustment that Canadians made. I mean, I know uh, Sandine got one, but I mean, seriously, I don't think they were filling the net on the power play. They haven't done it in about three months. So um, yeah, whatever. I don't know what the adjustment was, but I would just keep doing the same, boys, because these guys are a one trick pony. They're trying to get the puck to Matthews and. They've always got two guys on him. Two out of four are always covering him. Go ahead, Riley, take your shot. Go ahead, Marner, take your shot. Um, and you got Joe out there doing absolutely nothing. So, yeah, I, it's it's funny. Keith is his 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 star has fallen big time in the last, in, over this series. It's kind of exposed him. Now everybody's frustrated and you know looking for scapegoats, but. Yeah, I don't disagree. He's right up there at the top of the scapegoat list right now. Um, I think I think the other thing in in terms of uh, strategy is like you know the Leafs. Dubis, this comes from Dubis too. Is like he they like to play this uh, speed slash possession game, right? Yeah. So you you can't like they don't want to dump the puck in, right? Yeah. And they're just getting stood up. And they wouldn't dump the puck in, or they didn't. They didn't have another strategy other than to try to. They try to keep the puck, and they're getting stood up, and the plays are breaking up. Think of the think of the goals. Think of the first goal last night, and I know it was a weak shot, but how did uh, how did Gallagher get that puck? You know, coughed up to him by Marner. How did uh, Suzuki get that puck in the game where they scored in overtime? Coughed up to him by Galchenyuk. Galchenyuk. And you know, like these guys are getting six. 
Yeah, these yeah, big time. These guys are getting stood up, taken off the puck physically. I mean, not in the case of Galchenyuk, that was just brutal. But and that's the other thing, by the way, not to forget about. In addition to his incredible lack of uh, production in this series, Marner responsible for you know two goals, personally responsible for two goals. That crazy oh, penalty flip, he took. Flip out, yeah. You know, I mean, that guy couldn't have had a worse series. That's all exactly. I can say. Well, he can't handle the pressure, apparently, of $10.5 million. Yeah. Anyway, I just, uh, it's 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 so disappointing. I'm bit, but, I mean, the problem with me is I, I kind of, I think I kind of hit the point where you guys are out of just being crushed by this a few years ago. Because for me, it's just like, yeah, whatever figures and it's not like i wasn't cheering for them i'm just sitting there and i did watch the whole game sitting there last night going i honestly can't believe this but you guys are right because when the first goal went in it was bad when the second goal went in it was kind of like oh man these guys are in trouble and obviously they were i think i thought they were in trouble when it was obvious they weren't going to win in montreal um you know, no, I still, I still thought they could. I still thought they could win this game. I mean, the I bottom line is could... the bottom line is they lost two overtime games in Montreal. Yeah. But the fact yeah. is, they lost. And after that game six, it's just, I, it just, it just sucked the wind out of my sails. I, I just had no hope. That was that. Yeah, you, yeah, you didn't. You were already, you were already like pissed off at how they would be if they even got through this series. <laughs> He was. That's right. Was. Yeah. Well, How no, I mean, I mentioned that, but as an aside, it's like they're they're screwed either way, right? Like even if well, they that's do. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I honestly, honestly had no expectations at that point. Like just, yeah, I just really didn't. Um, okay, but let's let's just let's just be right up front here. There's not a single one of us would know whether we love the Leafs or we, you know, are ambivalent or whatever. Who didn't think they were going to win this series? Oh, the, the only the only reason you would even think that Montreal might win is if you were just taking some crazy long shot bet. Right. That's the only reason you would even, you know, you know. I mean, that's the only reason. There is no other reason. Everything pointed to the Leafs winning this series. Everything. Even after the first game loss, I figured it was yeah, just a setback. Every, everything. Well, I mean, if game, you know, if if game three was that the four nothing one, because uh, that was the one was where the I thought second okay, in Montreal. I thought it might have been four actually. But whatever, yeah. Well, whatever game that was, I mean, I remember thinking, okay, this is this is done. Like th- th- that was the game when you just look at the guys on Montreal's bench and they're like, I don't, we don't have an answer yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah, they, that's they what they like look like. Up. They looked beaten yep. up when yeah yeah when the, we went up three one and that was the one time I let down my guard like I had said earlier <laughs> let down my guard and actually allowed myself to think they're going to win this um, I think we talked about this uh, last episode going into this series and you were you were like everybody all the pundits and everybody and all the betting sites it was a slam dunk but Moogs and I you know we've just Growing up with the Leafs, we've seen it too many times. We weren't quite ready to just give them, anoint them the crown of the first round. Um, 
And after that first game with Tavares going down, it's like oh, you got it's like the look on Matthew's face on the bench when he was down is obviously concern for a, a teammate and a, and a friend or whatever. <laughs> it was probably also like, you got to be kidding me. Like, again, like yeah. every year it's something. But yeah, uh, then the Leafs pulled it together, win one for Johnny, and they they rhyme off three in a row and look like world beaters. And um, I don't know who the Habs were winning one for, but anyway, here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Well, anyway, looking at the rest of the playoffs, I, I have to admit that like that Colorado team looks pretty hot. Um, but is there any spirit for pl- NHL playoff hockey in this group? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I All mean, right. I'm not gonna. All right. Are you kidding me? You can't. You can't go for as long as we have watching your team either not make the playoffs or not be able to win a series. If you're a hockey fan, and go, well, that's it. I'm done. You'd be watching. You'd be watching very little hockey. The amount of the amount of uh, people I've, you know, not that I've talked to a lot of people, but it's it, being a Leaf fan and dealing with Leaf disappointments time and time again. Everybody's it's a cliche. Every Leaf fan has their other favorite team, right? Like, yeah, I was thinking that today. So actually. it's like I've talked to a few people, and everybody's well now. Uh, now it's. Boston because I can't be the Habs now you know Avalanche I've heard that a bit um everybody chooses another team and I'm no different um I'm not ready to give up watching hockey it gets a lot less stressful because like I said I, I couldn't enjoy any of these games against <laughs> against Montreal I really couldn't um I really couldn't um so yeah now now it's the typical thing just root for a team and and Hope for some good hockey. It's so stress-free, you know. It's like, it's like watching the uh, Spengler Cup. Wow, that's that's really stress-free. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't get any any more stress-free. <laughs> the Spengler. Cup. You could be the starting center on Team Canada in the Spengler Cup, and you'd you'd be uh, stress-free. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Uh, so, Bill, I'm going to assume you're cheering for my team, the Islanders, my, my apparent favorite team. <laughs> well, I, I'm looking forward to seeing them meet Colorado in the final. But that that could happen. Yeah, you know, actually, it probably would. Well, well I don't no. know if that's possible. If but. well, yeah, because it it doesn't go uh, east west moving forward. It just goes by points. Yeah, so I would Colorado. Imagine, yeah. Colorado will always play the lowest team that's left. So okay, so wasn't that the Islanders? Well, it would be Montreal, right? Oh now, yeah, Montreal. Right? Well, Montreal. I mean, not gonna, or Winnipeg, I suppose. Right? Yeah. Either of yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Well, probably let, let, let's start with the series. Islanders. If we're talking about the Islanders, uh, they're playing the Bruins, right? Correct. And it's yes, and it's indeed. it's one one, I believe. Yes. I seriously have not followed too much of the uh, yeah one one. Series. They just so yeah. yeah I'm I'm gonna go for the Islanders uh, slam dunk. Over Boston, no, no problem rooting for the Islanders. And, you know, giving but my man who, some props. This is who we're cheering for, not who we're uh, p- picking necessarily, right? It's both. It's both for me. Yeah. It's like I'm rooting for this team, and I hope they win. Will they? I don't know. Like, because <laughs> Boston is uh, seems to be playing pretty good playoff hockey right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, although you know. I'm surprised they lost game two, actually. Um, yeah, and then you have Tampa and Carolina, 
And uh, I'm assuming that Tampa will win that, but, you know, Carolina might just be the sleeper of the whole thing. That's what they've said all year, but I'll go yeah. for Tampa in that one because I'm just choosing the teams I want to see yeah. move on. They're yeah. better enter- It's all about entertainment now for me. Uh, I don't want to see Hurricanes. I don't want to see right. uh, Roddy Brindamore yelling at somebody and <laughs> wondering if he left enough <laughs> of a gray patch in the front of his bang there or he should have made it a little bigger. <laughs> the guy looks like a bloody skunk. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway. Wow. Um, wow. <laughs> what? what? Wow. Hey, man, this is entertainment. Skunk. Um, hey, what about – I I, ha- I want to point us back to the lease for a second and give you a hypothetical question. If you were the president, and I guess Shanahan's the president, but whatever. If you were Shanahan's boss, would you be cleaning – I'd get rid of him. I'd be getting rid of Shanahan. Absolutely. I told you, know, you guys know, you know how I feel about this. So this isn't rocket science for anybody. I mean, come on. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and I'm, this not, is I'm little... not even going to answer the question right now. It's, it's, that's for another day. Like, seriously. Really? I don't want to get into it. Like, I don't know. Like, for, well, for, for King Conco to say slam dunk, like, yeah, I'm shocked. But, I mean, I, I'm not going to get into defending the guy, and I'm not going to – right now I'm not prepared one day after uh, another Game 7 loss to, like, start cleaning house. It's like – like, it's just too early to – I don't know. I mean, yeah, get rid of Shanahan, and, and what are you going to do? We're talking the president here. Like, the guy that did a great job of picking up the pieces – and getting the team back on track. Yeah. Is he kind of like Babcock as a coach? Now it's time to get rid of him and get a better president, a president with a winning pedigree? Like, who the hell's that? Well, Brian okay. Burke? But let's open this up a little bit more. Would you be advising Shanahan? And this is, again, hypothetical. I'm sure these conversations don't usually occur. Maybe they do, but everyone assumes that there's a, a pecking order and that everyone just deals with the people below them. But would you be advising Shanahan to replace Dubas? Because that might be where I went. You know, I I think Dubas has got a lot of things going for him. I don't think he's going to finish the architecture of this team. I don't think he has – I think he has too many blind spots to it. And I just don't think he has the – I guess you need that old hockey mentality, that Lou Lamorello no-nonsense approach to things – um, and I think Dubas, you know, I guess he's already sort of stretched the team's resources very thinly by being the worst negotiator with his young stars about yeah. two or three years ago, yeah. which is really the source of the problem, I think. And and so he's already sort of made his bed, I guess. But I, I think, look at it this way, if they had kept Lamarillo instead of Dubas, or Dubas had stayed and then eventually went on to be the Colorado. GM in wherever, yeah. The team would be different than it is now. And I it probably would have had some playoff success. I, I only say that because Lamarillo has a history of that. And, um, I, you know, as a Leaf fan, I want to see them move forward. I don't think they can do it with Dubas. I don't think they'll do it properly with Dubas. I mean, look at this year. It seemed like all the pieces were in place, but I think fundamentally there's a problem, and I think – the big steps Dubas will be reluctant to make, namely trading one of the top three guys. And I guess that really just means Marner or Matthews because no, Tavares, is, they will not Tavares trade has Matthews. got a no room. 
it's Nylander yeah, I guess or, no. or Marner is what I'm Yeah, saying. and I, and I, I, I you know, Nylander's I agree, cap hit isn't that bad. But I agree no. with everything you're saying um, yeah. I, I, about Dubas, but the one thing is somebody above, like the Steve Stavros of today is not going to be telling – telling Shanahan to make a hockey move like they'll they'll just say to Shanahan you're out of here we've been writing checks for seven years and we're sick of it and we've given you everything you could possibly want in terms of resources and employees and this and that and the other thing you know get out of here but they're not going to say you know what they're just not going to touch no, I, I know. I think there's a Harold Ballard out there like that. And I guess I was asking you to suspend your disbelief on that element of it. Um, and I agree. If if it's not Shanahan making the decision about Dubas, then it, it would include Shanahan. If your target, yeah, if your I mean, target it, was oh Dubas. no, it, Shanahan That's will be I making the decision say. unless he's ushered out the door and then right. somebody completely new comes I'm right pretty sure he's in charge he's in charge of hockey hockey yeah. operations nobody's and, and above so him in hockey you can't you can't honestly think that everything that dubis did didn't come rubber stamp by shanahan absolutely they don't call this the dubis plan like i'm sorry this this guy is as responsible for what dubis does he is totally responsible for what dubis does dubis reports to him i mean you you can't you can't honestly think that Dubis is working in isolation, uh, and he is solely responsible. Now, having said that, the way these things work, I mean, I could easily see, you know, I could easily see somebody some if 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 anyone's going to take the fall, it, it it's I kind of I kind of agree with both of what you're saying. I mean. Is Dubis the right guy? I don't know. Is can Shanahan survive that and ha- get someone else? I mean, Dubis is his wonder boy, you know, groomed for what eight years or something like that. Seven, however long as he's been in that position. So I think the two are are kind of uh, joined at the hip. I don't really see, like G said, I don't I don't really see them just going fire Dubis. And you might as well just, enjoy uh, put Keith in that that yeah. as well because he's joined to the hip of Dubis. So oh, they're absolutely. all they're all linked. Well, totally. I mean, they've followed each other around from the Sioux and uh, the Marlies, and, and right now now here he is with the Leafs, and like you know they all share blame. Um, yeah, and this is the big question. This is you know this would be the next episode. Like, let's hear when they got to like face the music and face the media and. You know, make all their excuses and and give us their vision. Like it's it's going to be pathetic. That's one thing that yeah, I'm not going to be, be looking at as a Leaf fan. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I, it's going to be a lot. Got of, it's going to be a lot of, lot of talk. A lot, a lot of, of spin, talk. man. It's going to be excruciating to listen to. And if I were if I were a complete asshole, I'd say, well, they'll just bring a Wickenheiser in. <laughs> Well, we can strike that one from the. <laughs> There's something that's sizzling from the on recorded the record. Room. Yeah, of this? absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> you leave that in the cool. Leave that in the uh, in the off cut. That maybe for, that's uh, the the thing. So they should get Wickenheiser in there, developing Marner into more of a playoff player. She could probably probably tell him something or 
a thing or two, as they say. Well, she could tell him a thing or two about how to play fearlessly in a high-pressure game. That's for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. I'll give her that. Yep. I'll give her that. Yep. And she's development. Like, I mean, this is what this is all about. Although Mitch making 10.5 should be past the development stage. He's, uh, yeah. he's a fully-fledged <laughs> He's a fully fledged veteran now of five just, years. Just a little bit. That's like That's like saying he needs to go work with Barb Underhill. I mean, the whole... It's ridiculous. I just think that the 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 crowd that likes to refer to today's hockey player as overpaid prima donnas should be having a field day with this yep. team. I mean, and they are seriously. And and by the way, the 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 word for the day, I believe, was coined by G. Francis J. Francis. <laughs> <laughs> Excruciating. Yeah. This has been an excruciating experience and continues to be one. And man, I've only got so many years left, and I don't think I'm going to see a finals appearance during those days. Who How about knows? a playoff but, appearance? Uh, a second round playoff appearance? You know what, well, Bill? That I when the Leafs are in the finals and they're right on the cusp of winning the, uh, the cup, and I'm feeding you like through a straw, uh, you know. That's at least nice. i'll be there for you <laughs> yeah thanks we'll put that yeah. photo on the website uh, <laughs> and here's kc spoon feeding del Moggs <laughs> after the massive stroke here's kc um, <laughs> washing all right Bill hey i draw the line there oh, i draw spun- the line there yeah, yeah. sponge Sponge bathing. Time for your sponge bath. Bill, it's time for your sponge bath. The Leafs just won the cup, by the way. (laughs) Okay, so last word. Um, I don't know of what direction one could go in with this, but I'm going to start with Casey. Last word on um, reflections on a Leaf season and another excruciating playoff round. Uh, You know what? It was all there in front of them, and they let it slip away. I have nothing else to say. Ooh. Never going to have an opportunity like this again. That's right. Next year, they're going to be playing Boston or Tampa. Yeah, exactly. The like, round. they're never going to have this opportunity again. <laughs> they're not going to be anywhere near up to that task. Anyways, J. Francis. <laughs> J stands for Jumbo. You know, you I, I, I'll leave you with this. I was watching the game the other night, maybe last night, and the Habs scored, and then... <laughs> That guy, that that announcer, you know, that announcer, the least announcer, he suddenly oh, yeah. puts on his very serious voice. And it's like, you know, the only thing I want, I, I miss Andy Frost. You know, when, oh. when things were going bad, Andy's grave, gravelly voice just, you know, announcing a, a opposing team's goal or, or, you know, he he was great at making you just go, yeah, Andy, I totally feel what you're feeling right now (laughs) and that's it that's it that's my rap i i just want to harken back to a time when we were much younger and i uh was talking to g francis at the time before he changed his name to j and told him getting a lot of mileage out of that one switching my allegiance (laughs) to the chicago blackhawks that's right. I remember that. And um, he didn't take me seriously. 
And, you know, r- rightfully so. He had good reason to believe that I would not do that. I did not do that. I will not do that. I am simply going to accept that every year a little piece of me is going to die with the <laughs> Leafs in the playoffs. You know what it's like? You know what it's like, Bill? What's that? It's like that, uh, if you remember grade nine mythology, it's like uh, Prometheus. He's like on the rock and a vulture comes and pecks out his liver every day. Oh, that's what it's like. It's like that. That's what it's and like. Then it, and then it grows and then it grows back and then it happens again the next day. Yeah. That's what being a that's what being a Leaf fan's like. That's <laughs> what I was trying to describe watching these games over yeah, the last well, couple I know. Of weeks. That's it's exactly. a Promethean experience. Exactly. <laughs> Promethean. <laughs> All right. All right. So I guess we're gonna be signing out here. Um I say we do it all for one and one for all and say so long to our fans. And uh, But assure them that we'll be back soon enough to continue our crack reporting on the NHL playoffs. Probably with a little less um, fan influence, a little less, uh, a little more hard-nosed reporting. Yeah. More professional. That's right. More, more objective. More objective. More objective. Reporting. Less whining and emotion. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It was. We got a little sad tonight. You gotta, yeah. Hey, you can't have that every week. <laughs> you can only do that once in a while. So, uh, yeah. So we'll be back after round two. So we haven't said anything that hasn't been said already a dozen times today on Toronto radio, and yet it was worth saying again, for our own sakes. Thanks for being there yes. for us, listeners. All three of you. Guys? (laughs) God bless you. Goodbye. Bye-bye.